Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, December 16th. Tough day for National Days. It's National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. So if you have something that you really like that's covered in chocolate, give it a nice shout out. But until then, it's episode 64. And uh, we said a week ago, we're all going to be back. We said it's going to go down. And uh, instead... We're far from back. Far from back. Too far away than ever. And uh, I still got Adam with me, though. So shout out to you. What do you like in chocolate? What's up? Uh, I'm going to go chocolate cover raisins. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of sucks. I got excited. I thought we were going to have everyone here, and we have one less man here. So Alex just left, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, Sunday it's... should be loaded, though. Well, you can't make any promises. <laughs> yeah, we won't point. make any promises, but... Sources are indicating. Um, I got a I got a shout out quick before it gets mentioned. Uh, for me, it's got to be chocolate covered pretzels, and chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, my favorite. Mm. Couple so slappers. Good. Yeah. Owen, you have a chocolate preference? Mm, I like, I like raisins too. But I would also I like a good chocolate covered nut, like chocolate covered peanut, like an M M&M, and <laughs> a peanut and M M&M and M type. That is oh, good. okay. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Aren't pretzels yeah. normally yogurt covered? Those are way better. They are they're way also better. very good yogurt. Yeah. Well, if we're going right. there, I like yogurt covered raisins more than chocolate covered raisins. Oh, I got to give All bananas right. a shout Me out too. too. Me too. Bananas chocolate. in general, Ooh. no chocolate. Oh, you know the chocolate no, oranges? No, 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 chocolate, chocolate covered. <laughs> you know the not chocolate covered, but the actual chocolate oranges? Oh, those, those are, are garbage. garbage. Oh, those are yeah. nice. What about, I, what about wow. like, yeah, those are gross. What about a chocolate covered... <laughs> Would a Reese's like peanut butter cup be considered chocolate covered peanut butter? No, no. But if it was, that's like I saying, like that too. That's like <laughs> saying hot chocolates just milk <laughs> covered in chocolate. Chocolate so milk. If, if we're yeah. gonna play that game, then yeah, hot chocolate. I like milk covered in chocolate. That's there true. we go. We got it all for your uh, chocolate you covered. Go. What we don't have is a lot of stuff with like two sides to it. This start of the week, you know, we like to do the headlines, but it's a lot of just covid stuff it's kind of sad uh where we are alex your flames 17 positive cases is amongst players that is not what you like to see i see the browns are down 16 guys baker and stefanski they're saying the football team is having a super spreader cam Um, sims did his thing yeah he did and uh it's tough i i don't think 99.9% 99.9% sure that there'll be like a pause or anything. But if there ever was again, I don't know what I'd do. That's all I got on this one. But if you guys have anything on the takeover, I mean, it would be detrimental for our uh, podcast. So please don't cancel. Oh, we think would fold. NBA. Think of us, NBA. <laughs> think of us, NHL before you guys, you know, do that. Yeah, please. No, they're not going to fold. Not a chance. Not a chance. I mean, credit to this podcast, yeah. we kind of called it. We said if Cam Sims has it, then the league's going to be in trouble. And the league is in trouble right now. We kind of did. It's like that tweet that the guy made in 2014 that's like, coronavirus is coming. Like, that was kind of us on like a three-day scale. But 
same thing nonetheless. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Um, Steph Curry broke the three-point record. That's the other big thing going on. Everybody's talking about it. Alex, I know you were watching. You enjoyed the moment. Nice moment. Dell was there. Dell was kind of going crazy. Del. He was talking talking was to that wild. girl. It was getting a little More naughty. Than he, he, he was hitting the town. It was just no doubt about it. Um, but Steph Curry, three-point record holder. I saw Ray Allen was saying last week, you can't call him the greatest shooter of all time yet. Eh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do that, Ray. Sorry. Uh, just wanted to know if you guys had any favorite Steph games or something. I don't know. Anything on this? Um, the one that definitely stands out for me the most and the one where I like woke up my whole house was when they played that game in Oklahoma. I think that was oh pre-Durant. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they were testing out the uh, the like three-point line would light up in red if it was a good three? Oh, remember? yeah. I remember oh, that. That was sick. That was sick. Um <laughs> So, so that was definitely the one they were wearing the black jerseys and Steph just was, that was like the year where he was really separating himself. I think maybe it would MVP. have been his first MVP too. Yeah. I think that was his first MVP year and he just drains that three just beyond half. Like it was a free throw. And that's when I kind of knew I was like, okay, this is going to last. This is going to stick. This guy is like uh, nothing like I've ever seen before. So that one stands up for me. That's when I quit watching basketball. It actually is. I remember you were watching that. I was at the Flames Senators game that night. Not worth it. I would have rather watched the Curry game, no doubt. Uh, anything on this, Owen? No, not not in like Steph games. Uh, but I did like Dell. I thought it was nice to see him out there. Like, I feel like it's probably got to be pretty hard once you get divorced to kind of get back out there. So I'm happy he's getting getting out there. And he had the Gucci belt uh, like out. He had his uh, like nice sweater tucked in to, to expose the belt. It was looking good. And then he was just you know had talking the ball. to everybody he could. He had the ball. Like he was. He's he's out there. He's doing it. So I respect respect. I him. didn't watch, but I heard they like stopped the game to do a ceremony for him. Yeah, Is the Warriors yeah. fouled, and then they stopped the game. Why? What's the point? Like in the NFL, when Tom Brady broke the passing yard record, it's just like, oh, nice. And then the next snap happens. You know, I, I kind of like that more. I thought it, it was a nice moment. I think you need to bask it, in the moment a little bit. Yeah. it's. I think it's a difference between NBA and NFL because the NFL is like, it's like, you know, it's a football guy. There's like a football guy. But no one's ever like, there's no such thing as a basketball guy. Like a football guy is like, okay, it's not about you. It's about the team next play. And the, in basketball, it's like, okay, you got this record let's have a slideshow in the opposing arena for that's you. That's actually facts. <laughs> I agree. I like how they cut commercial like one minute after and they're like, all right, a special word from Under Armour. I'm like, what? How, how did this like Under Armour calls? And they're like, when it happens, time out. We need this. Didn't they stop it for Breeze though? When he broke the record? Yeah, they I did. S- I they- swear they had like his whole entire family and they were taking like wedding photos for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I just remember when Brady broke it, it was just like 30-second graphic on the screen and the next snap game, and we're like, okay. It's true. Maybe well, it's just up to the guy. I don't yeah, know. Brady's yeah. done enough, okay? He yeah. doesn't need another celebration. Exactly, yeah. But can we, we can agree, nothing's worse than in baseball when a guy says he's going to retire before the season ends, and then they do the oh. retirement tour where it'll be like, I just hit three home runs against you and we beat you 10 to 5, but here's like a million-dollar like <laughs> chair made out of all the bats you broke or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Why do you call like that a chair? Thanks yeah, for kicking our ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do you call that the baseball when it's literally called the Kobe? Yeah, that's 
He's like, guys, the team's 10 and 30, but I'm retiring. So I have an excuse to shoot 30 times a game because it's the last yep. time I'm going to be here. So yep. where's my gift? <laughs> That's a good point. Um, last big story today is we got Travis Hunter. I didn't have his name off by hand, but he decommits from Florida State, uh, number one run recruit in the nation to go to Jackson State. Now, there's rumors, upwards of a million-dollar bag coming from Penn and Deion Sanders. I saw Dabo Sweeney. He said, right, quote, it's chaos right now. Tampering galore, adults manipulating young men, education is the last thing on everyone's minds right now. Okay, bro, you're yeah. done. Oh, no. You're done. Cut your pulse harder. never been the first thing on his mind. Like, Dabble, Dabble oh, you were giving it under the table. Like, at least these people get it legally. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for the game, bad for the game. Anything here? As long as not every single recruit is committing to Alabama, I think it's good for the game. Just, uh, I saw Texas A&M got a majority of the of the highest recruits, or so they're kind of actually winning. Alabama's still second. But Texas A&M got a bunch. A bunch of other schools were getting uh, recruits, and I, I, I don't. I forget what record. Like he, he's the first one to commit to like an HBCU. Yeah, he's the first one to commit. So I think it's good for college ball. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think it's nice to see him getting a slice of the pie. Uh, my question is: Do you think uh, Brittany Renner had anything to do with this? Do you think she was out there making recruiting calls? Recruiting Could have visits? been. Could have been. Could have been. Dion's uh, sending her some of the bag. He's like, go out there and talk to the young men. Yeah. 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 She's like, if you go to Florida State, I will track you down. And <laughs> yeah. you will have a child with me. Like, <laughs> But uh, a shout out to the way he did his uh, announcement. That was sick. Lined up a couple hats, put each one on, tossed them to the side like they were diapers full of crap. <laughs> Tossing them off, throwing them around. And... Uh, Nice. That was pretty cool. I've never seen that before, so good on him. I saw somebody was there, and they said, all these hats look ugly. Guaranteed he's not picking any of these schools. And Wrong. lo and behold, the fresh J hat comes out. White text, black J, bang, on his head. So shout out to this guy. Half, like you said, a million and a half, though? That's crazy. That's a lot of money to... I don't know. I guess we'll see how it turns out for him. Uh, before picks, we should probably do Monday Night Football. We don't usually do it, but the Cardinals lost to the Rams. Pretty big implications in this game. Um, Cardinals now, it's looking like no DeAndre Hopkins the rest of the season. They said maybe playoffs, but he got the second opinion and at least out for the regular season. Rams win it. No Jalen Ramsey. Spotty play calling by the Cardinals to say the least, so... Are we worried about the Cardinals after that one? Or do you just think it was one game? I wanted your boy's opinion, so shoot ahead there. Yeah, I would say it was obviously a really good, well-played game by the by the Rams, and they were able to generate pressure. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't think I, – I think they're pretty evenly matched teams, and I think it, it makes sense that they split in the regular season. So I, I don't think this gives – to me, I didn't see – you know, I, I don't I, – I don't see the Rams as a clear favorite or the uh, Cardinals as a clear favorite if they were to play again uh, in the postseason. Like, I, I think it'll be a good matchup regardless. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm done just uh, assessing teams if they're elite or not anymore. I think if you were like in the top, if you were a division leader, like around Thanksgiving, I'll still regard you as a very good team because this just keeps happening and I'm sick of it. Like a team kind of loses a game. We're like, oh, 
Like, are they good? Are they not? So um, I still think the Cardinals are a great team. Obviously, like you said, they're dealing with some issues. Um, I was impressed by the Rams. Uh, Odell's fit in great. So that's good to see. And then Stafford also had a good game. So I think uh, it's as wide open as ever. And uh, there's a lot of good teams. So I think everyone's just kind of beatable at this point. That's kind of what we're getting. What you think? Yeah, I was never too high on the card, so it was nice to see. I did say on the last podcast that I thought the Niners would have a chance against them in the playoffs, so I kind of like that take now. Look I don't think you. they're that good. I mean, you don't toot your own horn enough, so yeah. way to get out there yeah. and do it, buddy. Thank I, you. I know that's out your comfort zone, so that's big. <laughs> um, let's do picks now. Speaking of the leader here, 48-40 and 40 on the year and a 5-1 and one week. And a lock win, nine and five on your locks. You're looking pretty good right now. How does it feel? Thanks. Um, I think I found the formula early on. Just locked the Cowboys. That's been working. Um, so, you know, thanks for riding with me. Let's go. Well, I'm not riding on this lock the Cowboys train, but whatever. I was four and two with a lock win to bring myself to 42 and 46 on the year i'll take it you know we're, we've got a little bit to go so just push me over the finish line get me over 500 that's all that matters owen three and three lock win and you're now six seven and one on your locks for the year and uh 37 50 and one for your overall but you know a lock win this week must feel good it's great that's all you got? Okay. A 30 <laughs> second wind up for a two second uh, acknowledgement. Nice. Alex, you got a lock win too. Five and I nine. Did. So you're bringing up the rear, but 37 and 51 on the year. Practically tied with Owen. It's the race of the year. Who's going to yeah. finish third? Yeah. So I'm more grateful than Owen. I love, you know, getting my locks right whenever I can. Uh, huge dub. I know Phil was saying it was a little bit Mickey Mouse. No, nothing Mickey Mouse about it. Had it <laughs> calculated the whole time. So. Um, even when I do get my lock stride, I still finish last. So kind of tough. I was hoping, you know, maybe Owen would miss his lock and I'd finish in third maybe today, but it's all good. I'm still getting my lock stride, so it's okay. Thursday night football, Kansas City, big game. It's actually this week. It's funny. The best game is on Thursday and then every game after just gets worse. It's like descending order. The games on Saturday are pretty good. The games on Sunday are worse. Sunday night, bad. Monday night, worse. It's pretty good. So just enjoy the start of the week. But it's Kansas City, and they're at the Chargers. Big game. Winner actually holds first place in the AFC West. You'll remember the Chargers beat the Chiefs in week three in Arrowhead. Line is Chiefs minus three and a half on the road. What you think, Owen? Uh, yeah, I want to take the Chiefs here. Uh, I think uh, I think basically what we're seeing now is is kind of what the, the uh, Chiefs have been, kind of the Chiefs of last year, where their defense is actually probably even almost better than their offense at this point. It's it's really quite, uh, you know, they figured out their issues and and it's Frank Jones is really good and and they're pretty effective. So I like their defense, and then Patrick Mahomes is obviously kind of uh, starting to round it for a little bit. So I like how. You know, Chris Jones has been playing good. Frank Clark's been playing good. Just make him one, Frank Jones. <laughs> Did I say? Yeah. <laughs> You're both of them. They're both good. Alex, what you think in this one? Um, you know what? Something's telling me, like, just take – I'm going to take the Chargers here. I think they've uh... – <laughs> all right, laugh all you want. Laugh all you want. <laughs> I just like that uh, logic. Something's telling yeah, me. Something's telling me. Chiefs have won too many games in a row, six games in a row. I think I think they'll cool off a little bit here. Um, I'm not saying the the they'll lose, but I think it'll definitely be a tight game. 
Okay. I can respect that. Adam, you were the main one laughing, so I assume I'm, I know what you're doing. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs here. It just makes me feel better when Alex goes against me, so I will happily take the Chiefs. <laughs> That's all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all mental note. <laughs> yeah, and I took that personally. Yeah, put that in there. <laughs> um, you know what? Because you were so mean, I was going to pick the Chiefs, but I'm taking the Chargers. What? Let's do this, Alex. Let's so, go, you know, man. I like your logic. Something tells me, and... Owen called Herbert the best QB in the NFL on Sunday, yes. and now he's picking against him. So I don't like that juju. I'll take the best quarterback in the NFL, according to Owen, to win this game. Let's go Chargers. Do you Bolt like up. Alex's La- last logic? Time we, uh, Phil, last time we picked the Chargers, it went great, buddy. Oh, yeah, we both <laughs> locked him in. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, that makes me It'll be different change. this time. Yes, it will. I That's like your secondary true. logic, too, of the Chiefs have won too many games. Yeah, well, yeah. That makes sense. You don't see teams like <laughs> win like 10 in a row. So Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so something's got to give. Yeah, something. They're too confident. They're too confident. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They smack the Raiders. They smack yeah. the Raiders, and they're like, okay, there's going to be a cakewalk. So I like this. Baby. I like this is like this is like the guy at the casino who's playing roulette and they're like it's been red four times in a row like statistically it has to be black on the next one <laughs> like that's just odds because it was red four times in a row well we never thought that the titans would ever lose a game and they lost like three in a row after so it's true i like it i'm happy to have the chargers uh saturday night games are back how does it feel do we like saturday games oh yeah yeah i i think they're great too I think they'll probably do it like in the future. They'll start parking Saturday night games every week. But this one, big game, big playoff implications. Patriots, nine and four, traveling to Indianapolis, six, seven and six. Sorry. And Adam, you were stunned by this line. It's Colts minus two. Yeah. So. I, uh, definitely tip my hat, but uh, I will happily take the Patriots. I don't know why they're underdogs. Um, I was listening to NFL Live today at work, and they were saying... <laughs> That's first. They were, yeah, they were talking about how um, Bill Belichick is really good at shutting down the other team's best player, so in this case, Jonathan Taylor. And then one guy said, I don't think he's going to care about the run game. So I have a bit of a different <laughs> cake take. I think he's going to shut down Jonathan Taylor, and I'll take the Pats to win. Okay. All right. You're picking Bill Belichick against Carson Wentz. I see you. Uh, that makes some sense. I can get down with that. What you think, Owen? Yeah, this is a this is a really tough one. I actually tend to agree with uh, Adam. I think that Belichick, his thing is let the other guys beat me. That are, you know isn't the best player, and I think they'll be able to. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to beat the Patriots. I think if Jonathan, if they can take Jonathan Taylor out of the game, then yeah, Carson Wentz isn't going to do anything. And plus, I think the Colts generally have a hard time, or have had a hard time this year beating good teams. They kind of beat the, their lesser opponent, but when it comes to really strong teams, they tend to lose. So I don't uh, I don't see why they're going to win this game, so I'm taking the Pats. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, uh, I was also kind of, you know, this could be a toss-up, but I, I just have to go with the Patriots, given how good their defense has been. Like, it's just so dominant that I think they'll make life really hard for Taylor, uh, let alone Wentz. Wentz, just, you can trick him so easily, I think, on defense, especially Belichick, like, He'll throw so many different uh, defensive schemes on him. He'll he'll like I'm thinking like he throws a pick or two. So um, I can't go against this dominant defense, and I think Mac will stick in there and be fine. So I'll take the Pats. I just 
I hate the Patriots too much, so I'm going to pick the Colts. You all three have the Patriots, so I'm going to play the odds, take the Colts at home. Um, Bill Belichick off a bye. You'd think dominant, only 13-9 for his career. So, Mm. you know, stranger things have happened. So I'm going to pick the Colts here. But it is kind of a bad idea to take Carson Wentz against Belichick. Maybe a bad (laughs) one. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Game of the day on Sunday, in my opinion at least, Bengals at Broncos. This is a huge game. Don't get me wrong. And it's in Denver. And I'll just get my pick out of the way because it's my lock of the week. I love the Broncos here. I mean, loser is climbing a steep hill. And Denver, you know, the last couple weeks since they got Bradley Chow back, it's been a new defense. I think their best ability on defense is taking out stars on the other team. That's what they did against Kansas City. Sorry. Only like six catches combined for Kelsey and Hill that night. They did it against uh, Detroit. Obviously, I mean, Craig Reynolds, he, you can only hope to contain him. You can only hope to contain him. But they held him under 100 yards. And the defense has just looked much better the last couple of weeks. So I love them here at home. Huge game. Only have to give two points. So it's my lock of the week. I'm taking Denver. What you think? Um, I think you covered all the bases. I'll take the Broncos too. You had a very good explanation. Uh, defense has looked much better in them at home. I'll eat the points. Oh, and I think you're not going to take the Broncos. So yeah, sure. no, I'm not. What a shock, <laughs> though. We got both the Bronco boys taking the Broncos. This is this is a new one. This is uncharted territory. <laughs> but no, I'm going to take the uh, Bengals. I think, uh, like you said, Phil, they can try and, uh, you know, shut down some of their best uh, off- options on offense. But the good thing with the Bengals is that offense is pretty loaded with weapons. So you can shut down the first and maybe the second you know, main weapons there, and they've got other guys. Mixon's good. You got Jamar Chase. You got T. Higgins. You got guys there. So, I think that I think they'll be able to manage on offense. And uh, you know, I just don't think uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to win in a game that could be um, a must little win. bit of a, a little bit, yeah, a little bit of a must win there. So I don't really trust him there. Um, and so I'm going to take the uh, Bengals. Imagine not picking steady Teddy. I don't know what I to know. tell you. What you think, Alex? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be a Bengal boy, not a Bronco boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. Um, I just, I'm still not very confident in the Broncos. I like the Bengals to bounce back. You know, three wins, three losses would be pretty tough on them. They had a heartbreaker at home against uh, San Francisco. I thought they kind of held tight in that game and they showed some good things. So, um, you know, the the Lions were high off the win against the Vikings. Like we said, they came into Denver, bang, got smoked. I think the Broncos are going to be high off the win against Detroit, and I think Bengals are going to come in here. Um, and uh, and I like them to win, honestly. Uh, Phil and Adam won't be in attendance, so that's another plus. Um, so I, I honestly like my odds here, and I think the Bengals are a more complete team. I mean, it's not too late. Like, fly us out, maybe. I don't know. We can get <laughs> hey, the up to up to John Elway if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, holler at me. <laughs> uh, Sunday Night Football. New Orleans Saints at Tampa Bay Bucks. I I think this is going to be a bit of a sleeper, but Alex, you go ahead. Your Bucks minus eleven is the line. I just there's something about the Saints, man. Like I don't. First of all, they they they've won their only meeting, which was I mean a surprise. They 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 beat the the Bucks again with uh, Trevor Simeon. 
Um, it's a divisional game. I know they're playing in Tampa. I'm not saying they're going to win, but, you know, I think 11 points is quite decent. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Taysom Hill, but somehow the Sean Payton just figures out a way to keep it close with the Bucks recently, and Tom Brady hasn't really been successful against the Saints. So I'm just going to have to stick uh, with the history here and go with the Saints to cover. What do you think, Owen? Uh, yeah, I uh, agree with Alex for pretty much the same reasons. I think that uh, for whatever reason, the Saints are kind of Brady's kryptonite. Um, and I do think they still will win this game because uh, Taysom Hill isn't half the quarterback Trevor Simeon is. But um, yeah. I think it'll be close. Well, he might not be half the quarterback, but he's 100% more of a of strong safety. safety. Yeah, <laughs> you knew where I was going. <laughs> they, also, they also have Kamara back, so... I think he's it's definitely true. a difference maker. Oh, Taysom sure. knows Kamara's back. He's yeah, he's him. like, thank you. <laughs> uh, he's happy not to have Tony Jones Jr. back there again. Um, I'm going with the Bucks here. The Bucks got to win out to have a chance that first seed and have a pretty good chance. And their games are this one, obviously, at Panthers, at Jets, and home Panthers. So... I think they're pretty focused on that bye week, and they're going to win this one pretty handily. And Brady's going for the MVP. He's running it up. He's the favorite right now. He's piling up the stats. I like Tampa to win big here. What do you think? Um, I think a Sunday night division game is just you can't have 11 points on that. So I'll take plus 11. Saints should be able to cover Last week was a Sunday night division game, and the line was 15. So that's okay. That's uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's okay he broke yeah uh monday night football speaking of sleepers like i said good to bad um vikings at bears yikes at least there's something nice and pleasing about soldier field in the cold i'll say that that's a nice thing i'll give it but i vikings they're minus three and a half on the road i just don't trust kirk cousins at night and Adam, you're going to like this division game at night. Should be close. So I'm going to take the Bears at home. What you think, Alex? Man, um, looking at the Bears here, they've uh, they've played some pretty close games recently. Um, Nagy somehow still isn't fired, which is concerning. Um, but he's having fun. He's having fun, which is very important. Um, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. This is actually a very difficult game. You know what? I'm actually gonna have to go with the Vikings. Bang! Switched, changed it. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Uh, they need this. They need this win to have any chances at playoffs. So uh, in Kirk, I trust. In Kirk, you trust. In Kirk, yes. Owen trusts. Uh, no, Kirk night game prime time. No, uh, I'm gonna take the Bears. You like them at 11 a.m. Not so much at yeah. 6 p.m. That's the long <laughs> no. and short. What you got? Yeah, uh, for me, this isn't just Kirk primetime. This is Kirk Monday night. So he got his first career Monday night football win last year, and that brought him from 0-9 to 1-9. <laughs> so he has a 10% win rate on Monday night. So I'm just going to go with the stats and take the Bears. But he's 1-0 and in his last one. Oh, true. He's 1-0 and in his last one, as Adam likes to use a lot. So <laughs> I've you're kind of going against your own stats. <laughs> Uh, time is taken time for for lock of the week Um, I was going to lock the Browns I'd like to put that in there but now that I there's no line they have no coach they have no quarterback I can't really lock them but I love the Browns Um, 
What are you locking in this week, Owen? Let's go to you. This week, I am going to be locking in. Uh, I'm going to lock in the Green Bay Packers at minus four and a half against the Baltimore Ravens. You're picking against your tooth gap, brethren. Unfortunately, I just don't think. Uh, I don't think so. First of all, the Ravens are a pretty banged up team. Obviously, at quarterback, especially they are uh, down uh, Lamar. Uh, and I will, you know, we've mentioned it before. Huntley's a very capable backup, but he's not Lamar Jackson. And then on the other side of the football, we have uh, maybe one of the best Green Bay Packers teams we've ever seen and maybe one of the best teams uh, in the NFL. So uh, I think it's going to be quite a bit more than four and a half points. Wow. Predicting a blowout. Look at you. You said one of the best teams in the NFL, number one in the herd hierarchy. So. Yeah been like that's, four weeks in a row too yeah that's always the kiss of death isn't it uh what's your lock this week alex um i'm gonna have to go with the bills minus 10 and a half um, i like that the panthers the panthers have been just horrendous this whole whole season i don't know what direction they're trying to go towards i don't know who their quarterback is it's literally a carousel um everyone gets a turn um that team we saw at the beginning is definitely not there anymore. Um, and the bills have lost two pretty big games recently. So um, th- th- they should win this one, but I think they'll win it comfortably as well. They're playing at home. They'll get a chance to kind of, you know, prove that, Hey, we can play in cold weather. Um, so I think they're going to prepare as well, really well. And um, the bills are really good at, at crushing bad teams uh, besides the Jags, which was still a very surprising loss. Um, all the other teams they've, basically all the other games they've won have been against really bad teams and they've blown them out uh, mostly by uh, double digits. So I like the bills here. As do I, I like that one a lot. Adam, you had a visceral reaction when Owen locked the Packers. I think you were on your way to doing that, but are you going to join them? Pick your new lock or no, I'll still join them. Um, same lock as Owen for all the same reasons. Packers are the best team in the league. Okay. All right. Big analysis. So to recap, I like the Broncos as my lock. Alex likes the Bills. And these two like the Packers. So that's nice. A nice, nice little, uh, yeah, only three. And we were 4-0 and last week as a group. So maybe listen to us. I don't know. Just my opinion. All right. Usual stuff. Usual stuff. Sorry. Uh, Bozo of the week. Genius of the week. What do we want to do first? Bozo first. All right. You want to go first? I do. So I actually have, yeah, I have a pair of coaches here. So last week we talked a little bit about Urban Meyer. A little bit. And it's been kind of, uh, (laughs) just a bit, just a tiny, tiny little, little bit. Just 15 minutes worth. Yeah. Yeah. And since then, there's been like a little drip, constant drip, drip, IV drip of uh, information about Urban Meyer and the way he kind of runs his, uh, his operation over there. Uh, and one that stuck out to me was um, a little piece from his uh, kicker, Josh Lambeau, former kicker, I guess. Uh, and he explained it. He told this story where he was in a lunge position. He was basically warming up. He said he had his left leg forward and his right leg back. Okay. I'm visualizing. Yeah. So visualize that. Close your eyes if, you, if, you, uh, if you're not driving. Um, or if, if you're you driving. Are. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Just like <laughs> park to the side quick. <laughs> yeah. Hazards on. But throw the, <laughs> throw the hazards on. Yeah. Um, and so he's in that little lunge, left leg forward, right leg back. And he says, while I'm in the stretch position, Urban Meyer comes up to me. This is him talking. 
not me. And he says, <laughs> he says, hey, make your make your kicks, basically. Like he's like angry at him. And then Urban kicked Josh in the leg. And then he said, and then Josh said, it certainly wasn't as hard as he could have done it, but it certainly wasn't a love tap. Truthfully, I'd register it as a five out of 10, which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not, the boss can't strike an employee. And for a second, I couldn't believe it actually happened. Pardon my vulgarity, he said, but don't you ever effing kick me again. And his response was, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the F I want. That was Urban's response. Um, and the other, another just little tidbit with Urban is that uh, at, Ur- at uh, Ohio State, he actually taught a leadership and character class. So <laughs> if you have that on your resume, you might want to take it off. He also has a book called Lessons in Leadership. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just say there's it's a rough situation there. Yeah. And then I don't know if you guys have anything you wanted to say about Urban, but uh, no, I just wanted to say great, great leadership skills by him. Your kicker's already in a slump, and he's trying to get mentally prepared for the game. So what do you do? You go kick him, throw him off his game, and now he's yeah. rating his pain on a scale of you know one to ten. Yeah. Definitely not where you want your kicker to be. So uh, great move by. Yeah, and that's good leadership too, because you you know it's it's super helpful to tell somebody like if they're if they're you know not able to do something just to do it yeah it's yeah. a really good way to get it done so mm-hmm. good leadership there good leadership that, and character that's what that's what coaching is really all about yeah you know you tell them what to do just do yeah. it yeah make your cakes phil you sent us a good tweet today right? oh yeah um well they asked urban i don't remember the player's name but they asked oh, yeah. him about his snap count and urban said yeah i believe i don't have the numbers in front of me but i believe he played more uh, uh yesterday and he did not play any snaps in that <laughs> game so shout out to urban you know you don't have time to pay attention to stuff like that when you're trying to figure out who the mole is in your organization <laughs> leaking stuff to the media so forgive me if i don't know snap counts bro i'm preparing for the texans and i gotta find a rat so <laughs> Dude, he's pouring over footage and documents right now he's tapping he's got the phones. security tapes he's calling tebow <laughs> yeah. he's putting wires on his guys <laughs> Maybe he was kicking a wire onto Josh Lambo's leg. Maybe. He definitely movie. gets all the coaches to hand in their like iPhones. And he's like, I'm going to put face ID so it can recognize my face. And he's just waiting there while the face ID is like working at it for like a minute. So like whatever. moving it around his face. Yeah, mo- moving it, yeah, moving it around his face. So he's like, whenever I grab your phone, like I have direct access to all information. <laughs> Who's texting Sports Illustrated? Let me figure yeah, this out. Yeah. 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 What, what's what's the score? What's the score? What 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 app is that? <laughs> what is that? What's Bet three six five? Huh? <laughs> uh, all right. Who's the second coach, Owen? Okay. Yeah. The other the, the second coach was uh, Coach Rick Carlisle, former coach of the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and this was a piece by. Um, I guess it wasn't really a piece, but it was it was a little story about um, Dennis Smith Jr. So for those of you who don't remember, Dennis Smith Jr. was actually drafted by the Mavericks and played there at the beginning of his career. Um, and he confirmed the story that I'm about to tell you. He said, uh, this article about half my time there is spot on, and that's coming from staff members. So that's what he said. And the story basically bas- basically said that um, Carlisle like, tried to like pit him against Luca, and... Um, and you know to create conflict between the two um and here's a little 
uh, excerpt from it. He said, uh, so, so him and Smith were really good friends, Smith and Luca. Uh, it said he'd shown Luca Doncic around the city. He invited the new guy, meaning Luca Doncic, into a social circle. They lived in the same apartment building uh, and spent hours playing video games together. But Carlisle says this says uh, doubted that Smith could be a productive NBA starter, uh, and he actually wanted the Mavs to guard to draft uh, Donovan Mitchell. And then halfway through his campaign, he soured on Smith. Um, and so then this is where the interesting part comes in. I'm sorry, this is a little bit long-winded, but he said multiple players were shocked during one early season team meeting when Carlisle accused Smith of being jealous of Doncic. The players considered it incredibly unfair to Smith. He wasn't playing well, but was making an honest effort to mess with Doncic on the court. Uh, and he Doncic particularly resented what he perceived as Carlisle's attempt to pit him against his friend and teammate. So basically he was just creating a little bit of a toxic locker room there. And I think that gives a little bit of context into why Luca wanted him gone after the year. But all around, just some interesting coaching decisions. What's you know, Luca to shout out? Standing up for his guy. I like that. I you know, when you're trying to get two people who don't really know each other to mesh, um, a lot of people might not know this, but Owen and Alex hadn't met before this podcast started. So something I like to do, like Rick, is just be like, Owen, you're jealous of Alex. Alex has better takes. Alex is yeah. smarter. Be better. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's how, yeah, 100% worked really well. And Owen and I have a wonderful relationship, yeah. actually, because, because of, that. of that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Learn to hate each other before you can love each other. Exactly. Look yeah. at that. My bozo of the week this week is Roddy Rich. Now, for those who are unaware, this guy makes music. He sings The Box. You guys sing it, sing it, sing it. Oh, that was on time. Let's let's go, let's go, Adam. (laughs) That song was everywhere before like uh, like January 2020. So it kind of gets erased, but it was a big deal. So you heard it. It was a big COVID song. song. Yeah. It was like an OG TikTok song. Um, Anyway, so he appears on like a YouTube show with Kevin Durant, whatever it was. I didn't watch. Anyway, I'm sure most of you guys saw the photo. Do you know the photo I'm talking about? No. Okay, everybody at home and everybody on this podcast, I need you to look up Roddy Rich, Kevin Durant and on like Twitter and just get the photo. So I'll, I'll start explaining. Um, he's standing on a chair in the picture next to Kevin Durant. And <laughs> I tried to figure out exact height of Roddy Rich. Uh, and Adam showed me the photo. It's still funny. Oh, my. Um, oh, my. <laughs> I saw reports online. They Conflicting reports. He either is 5'8 or 5'2. Depending on who you ask, it's kind of anywhere in there. Nothing wrong with a short king. I actually have one next to me, in fact. Shout out to Adam. But, what? Um, <laughs> what? Roddy Rich is Bozo of the Week because I don't care how tall you are. I don't care how short you are. You're not yeah. standing on a chair for a photo. It's simply a preposterous move. There's no way I would ever be like, all right, picture with KD, like, let me hop on the chair. Like, what benefit does it? Because every, you look at the photo and the first thing you're looking at is the chair. You're like, oh, he's on the chair. That's just how it is. And kind of a bad move because there's another guy in the picture and like if we're getting chairs let's just get this guy a chair too because now he's just hanging out by Roddy Rich's like stomach and Kevin Durant's nipples so maybe get that guy a chair if we're getting chairs just one man's opinion but bozo of the week for this guy never never stand on a chair for a photo 
shout out to uh, Roddy Rich for wearing like the pant, the leather pants that like girls wear when they go out. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. I like the Not guy who said there. it looks like he said we when he got down. <laughs> I don't know. He he looks like Kevin Durant's like like cousin or something. He's like, all right, like you can come like on the pod or whatever, like wherever we were. Oh, that, that that's just so weird. It's a horrible picture. It is so funny yeah. though. It's one of the pictures. It's great. It's great. <laughs> oh, Alex, what's your bozo of the week? Um, my bozo is actually Mr. Baker Mayfield. Um, he's been a oh, bozo no. a bunch of times this week, or not this week, but through throughout his whole entire career. Um, you know, usually he's a humble guy. He likes to stay quiet in the media. He doesn't really like attention. But uh, you know, the Browns have already gone through so much crap this year, and he thought it'd be a good opportunity to kind of you know bring more attention to the smoke. Um, and he goes out and says in an interview, um, I forget what the question was, but he answered and he said, it hasn't just been outside things that have been tricky for me. There's a lot of internal things I've had to deal with too. Um, and he's like trying to explain how it's been difficult and how there's internal things within the organization that he's had to figure out and mesh with. Um, I'm kind of paraphrasing it, but that's kind of just just what he said. Um, can you just like shut up? Like there's four weeks left. Like you're trying to make the playoffs. Like your whole team has COVID. Um, there's been so many things going on with the Browns. And now you're like saying there's internal things too. Like he, it's, he never knows when to say the right thing at the right time. It's always the wrong thing. Um, you know, instead of talking about how, how you're preparing for this next game, he goes out and says, yeah, like there's a lot of internal organizational issues. Like, bro, just shut up. Like no one says that you say that. 10 years after you won like a championship and they're making a documentary about, you You know, that's like some last dance kind of stuff where it's like, Oh, well, you know, the locker room was messed and there was a lot of turmoil. You don't see it mid trying to make the playoffs. It's just so dumb to me. And then obviously he's going to draw a bunch of attention now and unnecessary attention. I just think it's dumb, especially at this point of the season. Oh, and you must be happy that you jumped off your boys bandwagon earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I sold the stock right as it was, it was like, off the cliff but it was like not all the way down yeah so yeah <laughs> good to be you uh what are yeah. you voting for roddy rich all right i'm gonna vote for the coaches what are you voting for alex i have to go with roddy rich that photo is unbelievable that's insane <laughs> yeah, i'm going with roddy rich too congratulations to roddy saying we when he gets down <laughs> yeah. uh genius of the week time my genius of the week this week is Bill Belichick and Cliff Kingsbury. So Owen nominated two coaches in Bozo. I'll nominate two coaches in Genius. Now, they played a good old-fashioned game of compliments this week and last week for each other. So it seems, actually, because I'm on to them. I'm digging below the surface on this one. I'll explain it to you here. Last Thursday, Cliff said Bill should win Coach of the Year. He said the award should be named after him, and he should win every year. Hmm. That's a nice thing to say about someone, right? Mm-hmm. So they asked yeah. Bill on Monday, how do you feel about this? You know, And he says, quote, that's very nice of Cliff to toss that bouquet. I'll toss it right back. Cliff has done a great job and should be Coach of the Year. So, you know, they right. Cute. To the yeah, untrained eye, you could be thinking, yeah, just two guys, you know, being nice to each other. No, no, no. I think 3D tampering. You see kindness. I see a next level play 
Cliff is going to be the next coach of the Patriots. Bill's setting it up right now. Bill's going to get his guy groomed with NFL experience, getting him those big game reps, making mistakes, and then he's going to come to the Patriots. You're like, what do you have to support this? Oh, I don't know. Bill just drafted Cliff in 2003. What happened the one year Cliff was on the Patriots? They won the Super Bowl. They can make the I'm coming home video. So (laughs) I'm on to them, like white on rice. So I got them busted. But it's a genius like play, so I like that smart. I, I was I was waiting for Bill to say some like monotone, boring answer like oh, I'm gonna leave that to Cliff and his camp. Um, <laughs> they can worry about that. But very nice of Bill showing some emotion there. So really nice. I'm impressed. He tossed the bouquet right back. Yeah. That's what it's about. Anything on Cliff on? Uh no. I like your theory though. I think I uh, agree with you. Okay. For it's level forty chess. It is. What are you putting through this week? Uh, so this week, uh, I the fans that have been listening recently know that I have a new passion, new favorite sport. Uh, it's the sport of F one. Oh, they know. One. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and there's there's no race to comment on because like I like we said last episode, the season's over. But I just wanted to uh, shout out F one in general because. It is growing super fast in, in the United States. And the reason it's growing so fast is because of Netflix. So my genius this week is Netflix and Formula One because they, uh, over the past three years, they've been producing and releasing a show called Drive to Survive. Uh, and I just started watching it last night because this is basically my new favorite sport. Um, it is. And it's really good. Like they go through, like, it, it's like, it's like a Netflix, it's like a Netflix, like, you know, sports thing. So they do a good job, right? It goes into like all detail about all the races, all the racers, it gets all the drama. Um, and as a result of this show, Formula One uh, this year averaged ESPN, which I guess is like the, has the rights to Formula One in the United States, averaged 934,000 viewers per race this year, which made it the most watched season in history. Uh, and the previous high was 748,000 in 1995. So shout out to Netflix and shout out to Formula One for uh, creating all this like good press and all this interest because it's it's blown up. And yeah. for good reason, it's a sick sport. Yeah, I've been I've been seeing so much F1 stuff. It's crazy from like even like these big like football and basketball podcasts. Like they'll get someone on to talk about F1 and like what's going on and why it's so, like been trending so much. And I, I honestly I honestly respect it a lot. A lot of my friends and stuff are talking about it too. So, but I also want to give credit to Owen. A lot of the reason why it's grown is because of Owen and uh-huh. his dedication to F1. Fact. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't leave him out. His yeah. dedication as of seven days ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh the F one fan who listens to the show, Connor, would be remiss if he he swears by that show. He's like it's the best it's thing so, ever. Dude, it's crazy. It's so good. It's so good. I need to get on it. It's I need tough. to yeah. get after it. Oh Alex, what are you putting through? Um, so my genius of the week is Phil's boy, Connor McDavid. And I know, I know where you're going. You I, know I think you going. already know. Um now you're thinking probably, oh, why, why would he be the genius? Um, the Oilers have been in a slump. They've lost a bunch of games. But it actually doesn't have anything to do with his on-ice activities. It's actually off the ice. Um, so the other day, a reporter asked him, um, are you a big shoveling guy when it comes to when, you know, when, you're, when, you're, uh, when there's snow outside? And, or do you leave that to someone else? And Connor, in the most humble way possible, um, says, ah, I have a heated driveway, so I don't get to do much shoveling. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'm new to this, as you can tell, I'm not a multimillionaire, 
but I haven't heard much about heated driveways. So I think it's phenomenal that <laughs> McDavid obviously has a heated driveway. I think that's sick. Um, maybe more athletes do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But this is the first time I've heard it where an athlete just says, yeah, I got a heated driveway. Like, I don't need to shovel, which is sick. Like, he gets enough cardio. He doesn't need to get any extra cardio out shoveling the freaking snow. Like, why would you need to? And I think it just uh, it saves you a big hassle. Like, you know, who wants to get out in the morning and start shoveling or, you know, you shovel, you shovel the driveway and it's all looking nice. And then in two hours, you got to go back out again because there's like 10 inches of snow. So uh, shout out to Connor. Does Buddy have a side Is this what you thought I was going to talk about, Phil? <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. Uh, I think you saying, well, first of all, uh, I go on a walk every day and one of the first houses I walk by has a heated driveway and it's heat? so sick. It's so okay. sick. It's a next level invention. I wish I had it. And you saying that shoveling snow is like doing a lot of work, it looking good and coming back two hours later and you have to do more work. That sounds a lot like McDavid on the Oilers. So maybe he should shovel. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> does all the work <laughs> cleans it up new mess do it again okay right. new mess can you please come out again we don't have a heated driveway am i so, the only one that has to shovel the sidewalk too like does he not have a sidewalk does the guy in your neighborhood with a heated driveway not have to shovel goes the like sidewalk right to the the street usually yeah yeah but what about the sidewalk next to the house okay, you think Connor mcdavid's walking on the sidewalk okay no, no. <laughs> gets no. the neighbors to do that yeah Exactly. He'll pay kids for that. His yeah. feet haven't touched the sidewalk. It's his Audi that touches yeah. or whatever car he drives. Like, <laughs> feet on the sidewalk? Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, he's driving up on the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going McDavid, obviously. Um, uh, I'm not voting McDavid. I'll vote Netflix. What was yours, um, Phil? I had Cliff and Bill. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Owens F1. Honestly, shout out Netflix. Literally, I think ever since this show came out, like it's one of the biggest. Obviously, as Owen alluded to, the biggest reasons as to why F1's been so good. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, with the driveway. So it's a tie. So it's a tie. So F1 <laughs> and McDavid win genius of the Owen week. Owen goes. What was yours, Phil? Oh, okay. And doesn't vote. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. I liked it. No, no, no. No disrespect. Alex was trying to get a, He was trying to get in there, so I, you know, got out no, of the way. I cleared the we, driveway for it's him. It's okay. <laughs> I won. You, you did clear the driveway. I won Bose of the Week, and then you guys co won. Okay, okay. So we all Let's gotta go. win. It works. I already knew I had a vote in my in my in my back pocket with Phil, so I wasn't yeah. I wasn't too worried. You were definitely playing to the crowd. There's like no the doubt second about I it. said uh genius Connor McDavid, I knew <laughs> Phil knew what I was talking about. Oh my eyes lit up. I was like, Yep, this is it. <laughs> genius of the week is McDavid and F one and Bozo of the Week's Roddy Rich. Congratulations to, to Roddy. What a combo. Those two. Wow. I'd like to Let's see them. Let's get those two in the room together. In a yeah. room together. Do a little pod. Yeah. Stand on the chair for the pod. Um no conclusive evidence time. You have to come up with a take again, so be ready. Um I'll go because Russell Wilson recently commented under a video of his wife, Sierra, as he's known to do. Um her Instagram post, she's attempting to do something called the, quote, balance challenge, where basically you just twerk while balancing a bottle of alcohol on your head. Um, and the comment reads from Russell Wilson, 
heart emoji, eye emoji, heart emoji. See you later tonight after work. Ha 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 ha. Laughing, crying emoji. So I got two no conclusive evidences coming out of this. Number one, the balance challenge is the fakest thing I ever heard. There's no way that's a real challenge. There's no way anybody's doing that. So that's number one. And number two is you don't need to call it getting home from work, bro. There's no need you need to call being an NFL quarterback getting home from work. Nobody's clicking on your profile like, oh, this is Sierra's husband. Like, what does he do for a living? Bro, you have like... (laughs) 250 million dollar career earnings like you do not need to call it getting home from work yeah he's like he's like babe like i'll see if someone can like cover my like shift like i'll be home (laughs) soon like (laughs) gino's in yeah yeah he's like i'm I'm gonna ask gino if he can stay late for me yeah (laughs) and i have one more actually micah parsons said after the win against the football team quote i don't really think the nfl is hard no conclusive evidence yeah, you do, bro. You do think the NFL is yeah. hard. So that's all I got this week. Yeah, 100%. Um, I guess I can go here with my no conclusive evidence. So uh, maybe I'm a little bit of a bozo too this week. But um, uh, Van Jefferson has a different first name. Uh, this whole entire time, I thought he had a little bit of Dutch ancestry in him. Um, because every time the announcers or broadcasters would you know, say his Usually they say the last name, I don't know, Van Jefferson. So I thought, okay, like he's got some Dutch in him. Van, obviously we've seen for you that, for those of you who watch soccer, there's a lot of Vans because of the Dutch players. Van um, so hand up, maybe, I don't know, maybe I, I'm the first one to figure this out, which I probably am. Um, first of all, interesting first name, Van. But I always thought it was Van Jefferson. And I'm like, okay, like, what's his first name? And then I go, and there is no first name. So I'm convinced there's got to be a first name, bro. Like, there's got to be a first name. Your last name is Van Jefferson. You got to have a first name. So, what could it even be? Vancouver Justin Jefferson? Justin Van Jefferson. Because Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So. Oh, maybe. Yeah, flow's nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's interesting. Because there's a lot of uh, stuff like that. Like, a lot of people, there's a, there's that meme about people trying to figure out, like, what what's Obama's last name? It's kind of like a oh, yeah. type vein. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. His last name. So, I was kind of floored. I was like, no yeah. way. Where is the first name? So Yeah, yeah nobody knows. It's a secret. Yeah. Van Jefferson. He is Dutch. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. Owen, oh, what do you got? So uh, LeBron James, He the Lakers posted a, a video of uh, THT. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, who is uh, one of their players, and he had 19 points in uh, a win on Sunday. And then LeBron actually retweeted it, or I guess quote tweeted it, and he said, he's so special, he's him. Uh, no conclusive evidence, Taylor Horton Tucker, start packing your bags, you're going to the Wizards. Facts. The <laughs> yeah. Absolute facts. I like how he did that. And not for a second was I like, oh, LeBron actually like believes in this guy. Because every single time he tweets about a young player on his team, it's just to pump his value. Like he's got yeah. Kuz tweets. He's got Lonzo tweets. He used yeah. to tweet the gorilla Ingram. to Ingram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody yeah. believes you, bro. Yeah. And the Timberwolves are like, yo, like, do you guys just see you that? You guys want Towns? yeah yeah uh i think we should i think we should get rid of edwards because if lebron's saying tht is the real deal then we should get him yeah i mean honestly tht and uh probably avery bradley should get it done for yeah 
for Edwards, I would yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Just Blinko, like Blinko will make it work. Yeah. Don't <laughs> even okay. need to put D or THD. Just put DeAndre Jordan in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get done. You were yeah. madly scrolling your phone for a take. Every time I looked over at him, he was going at it two thumbs. So I love, I love Phil giving Adam like a minute. And it's panic and chaos every time. So it's always great. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. Um, I'm just going to recycle the take that I said earlier this show. I just had to find the guy's name. So um, Dan Orlovsky on NFL Live said, and I found the exact quote. He said, I don't think Bill Belichick cares if the Colts run the ball. So no conclusive evidence. Yes, he does. He cares a little bit. Yeah. It, it's true. It he was cares. worth saying twice. It was good. That was good. Yeah. yeah, thanks. It was tough. <laughs> Next time, I'm just gonna throw you in there on a genius of the week and see what happens. I'll come at you. <laughs> I'll be like, "All right, you got two minutes. Steady hard." <laughs> uh, I'd say that's a ten out of ten. As far as online episodes go, that's a ten. Yeah, yeah that's a ten for sure. I can't wait to uh, see the boys next week. Oh, I can't Me wait. Too. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're gonna we'll have. Make it happen. We will. We're going to have some revised holiday hours for this show because, um, you know, it's the holiday We're staying season. a little late. Yeah. We're more we're, open. Like, there will store be Store hours podcasts. are open. Yeah. yeah. The, the store is open, but, like, <laughs> robots are working. Can like, we bring in some Tim Biebs, too? Sure. I is mean, it still going? Yeah. It's I think that yeah. ship has kind of sailed, but, like, if you want to. <laughs> no, I saw someone wearing a Tim Biebs hat today. I'm serious. Was it me? It wasn't me. So... That's all I know. Uh, Any parting words, Alex? Um, nothing much. Just uh, and like I said before, enjoy uh, the last couple Thursday night games. Saturday is going to be good. So nice, nice football, and uh, yeah, stay safe out there. Stay safe. That's good advice for life, really. If you've got a heated driveway, uh, count your blessings. Activate it because it is a snow one. Activate it and just realize, like you've got. Like, people would kill for that. There are probably wars that are started over. Imagine if you didn't activate it, though. That'd be, like, huge bozo. Like, bozo of the year. It's like, dude, you all you had to do was activate it and you forgot. (laughs) Like, that happened to me a couple times, though. No cap. The best part about the McDavid video is he goes, Ah, um, I'm lucky enough to have a heated driveway. And then there's a pause. He's acting like he won the lottery. Yeah, but there's a pause like, oh. and the guy doesn't say anything to him and he just goes, yeah, so it just melts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's how it works, eh? Oh, that's nice. how it works. I didn't know. <laughs> he was looking rugged in that. Okay, get me off, McDavid. Parting words, Adam. Um, FIFA Arab Cup finals this weekend, oh, if you geez. care about soccer. Oh, Let's go. Algeria's in the finals. You're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll see everybody again in person on Sunday hopefully so get your shopping done if it's not done already huge bozo if it's not done already I'm off on a tangent anyway uh, enjoy your weekend we'll talk to you on Monday